Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. A lot of people have been coming to me lately asking me about how to deal with some people in their lives. People on Facebook, people that they live with, friends and family, who do not see the world as they see the world. And a lot of it comes from a place of I don't want to be angry or frustrated or judge these people, but I can't help it. Today's going to be a little deep here because I'm going to throw a lot of things out there. This is a constant battle that people have to remember. We are not perfect. We ourselves are not perfect. And it's too often that we look at others and judge them and basically gossip behind them or have anger and frustrating feelings about them. We have to remember that nobody is perfect and everybody is in a different place in terms of faith and in terms of their experiences and how they view the world. And it's tough to accept and to love people. And today, through the readings, as usual, God really, really challenged me. So let's just start with, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. So what I've been telling people, let's think about this. Anytime you look at someone and judge them, because I used to do that all the time. Now I look at people, even if they look like they're not a good person or they're dressed a little scandalous or something like piercings and hair and things that just don't look quote unquote normal, I used to judge them and be like, what a freak or put some clothes on girl or something like that, right? And it takes a while to love people and to see people through the eyes of Jesus. What is going on in that girl's life that she thinks she needs to dress like that? I know that my life, when I was most of my life, I thought I needed to be attractive for people to love me. And I also equated love to being sexually active, right? Or flirtatious or just trying to draw the wrong attention to me because any attention must mean that they 
love me or they accept me or they like me. That's all I was wanting is people to like me and accept me. And again, I had a warped sense of love. And that person with hair spiked up and all over and piercings and stuff, maybe they have a pain addiction and they're seeking some sort of euphoria in their body and they're sensing it through pain and tattoos. I know a lot of people who say I'm addicted to the pain. And again, they're just seeking love and they are just wanting to be loved. And we have no idea what's been going on in their lives from birth up until this point, right? So now when I see people that look quite different, I my heart actually warms up and I just pray for them and I love them and I try to go out of my way to say hi or to treat them like they are a child of God. This has been an amazing gift. I I can't tell you how grateful I am for the Lord giving me those eyes of compassion. And I truly feel that he did that because I myself have been putting myself out there, right? I'm the one that's sharing all of my continuously, right? Just the other day, I shared a horrible decision that I made and people could judge me easily. We could be judging priests and people that are in holy positions and not have a clue what's going on in their lives. Even the holiest of holy people sin seven times a day. So let's kind of go back to don't harden your hearts when you see someone or you're on Facebook and people are arguing and they're communicating in a way that is very um, attacking and defensing, right? They're just so defensive. And in order to argue or debate or get their point across, they're attacking other people. This is evil. Evil is manifesting itself all over the place. Now, this doesn't mean that that person is necessarily evil, but maybe they haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit. Maybe they are walking in the dark like I was for 42 years, judging people, gossiping about people, and being so absorbed in my own life and being so insecure that I had to put other people down or talk about other people or judge other people to make me feel better. This is really what it's about. So what I've been telling people is if it's people in your family, if it's people on Facebook, we have got to stop and instead of judging and being angry or gossiping, we should be praying for them immediately. Just like I was saying, when I see people that I believe are truly hurt and lost and seeking love, I pray for them. And then I try to bring them that love. I try to approach them if they're someone that I can approach. But if it's someone online or it's somebody that has reached out to me in an email or a comment, 
I just want to shower them with love. No judgment, no attack, love. And in order to do that, we also have to be aware of our own faults. So that's where the gospel comes in. You know, Jesus comes to the towns where he's done all of these mighty deeds and he starts rebuking them and and telling him he's so disappointed in them because I've been here, I've shown you God. You've seen miracles. Maybe some of you have received some of these miracles and yet you're walking around not repenting. And woe to you on that judgment day. Maybe you didn't change. Maybe you had a miracle in your life and God has just given you so many blessings and graces. And yet you're still talking about people and judging people and living your life in that non-repentant way. So here's the next step that, that we go down. So when family, friends, people on Facebook are stirring up that anger, that frustration, that judgment, like they're such an idiot. I can't believe that they don't believe that so-and-so is this, or let's go to the politics, or that BLM is that, that the world is like this, and that Trump is that. You've got people out there fighting and being divisive all over the place, and that is where we fall into Satan's snares. Judgment and gossip are the last snares of the devil. And they are the hardest things because it's the hardest sin to walk away from because it's prevalent everywhere. When we are able to stop talking about other people and love them instead and pray for them instead, your heart changes. Heart, if today you hear my voice, harden not your heart. So how can we do that? We can repent when we feel those feelings. Lord, I just want to haul off on this person and, <laughs> you know, try to shake some sense into them. But that's not my job. That's yours. So I'm going to apologize and offer this anger, this frustration, this judgment to you. And Lord, I'm going to pray for that person. Lord, please help that person see what you see. Enlighten them. And oh, by the way, Lord, please enlighten my eyes so that I can see others as you see them. Then get your butt to confession <laughs> and confess it. You, We should be frequenting that sacrament. The more you say it out loud, the more you're going to be aware of it. And pride, right? I ended up reading this incredible post by this priest. And if you follow me on Facebook, I shared it yesterday. I highly recommend you going to my, I think it's on, only on my personal page, um, and finding it. It's, it's not too far down. And reading the whole thing. It's all about um, Fulton Sheen's view of pride and how many different ways we commit the sin of pride. Thinking we're all that in a bag of chips, judging other people. And it's a sin that lots of people do not confess. 
So the more that you confess your judgment and your anger and frustration and pride, the more graces you're going to receive, the more, the more often you are going to notice these actions and these thoughts. And then if you stop and you grab them and you give them to God, remember, it's all about you can capture every thought and make it pure and holy. You can continue. We should only be working and judging ourselves. We should be walking as tightly as we can with God on by our side, one step ahead of us. And the moment that we feel that judgment, those gossiping words ready to come out of our mouths, our thoughts, this is maybe you don't say it out loud, but you immediately think, oh my gosh, what is that person all about? Stop it. Grab it. Throw it to God and say, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. Please help me see and love people with your heart. If you continuously do that and then pray for that person, you'll find that your heart softens, right? You don't become about you. And then you become more repentant. So the more that you see your flaws, it's that whole, you know, speck in your brother's eye and the log in your own. It takes practice and it takes being aware of how you judge and how you gossip about others. And the last thing was, let's see, the end of the first reading. Unless your faith is firm, you shall not be firm. Just remember, every single person is in a different spot in terms of faith, in terms of their sanctification and their holiness, in terms of their views of the world, and every single experience in their lives. We cannot judge them for where they are, what they are doing, how they speak, whether it's in print, on social, or to you, to your face. We can only control our own lives, our own hearts, and our own thoughts and words and actions. And if we are continuously repentant, going to God and working on it, he will give us the grace to no longer be angry, frustrated, judgmental, gossipy. We will begin to see people differently. We will begin to pray for them. This is including your priests and horrible bishops in the church. I've had people come to me also and talk about how angry they are with the Catholic Church. And it's easy to fall into that. That's again, judgment, gossip, frustration, anger. What we need to be doing is praying for the healing of the church, praying for the sanctification of the priests. And that goes for those around us and those closest to us. When you start doing this and you start kind of really focusing on the log in your own eye, because that is the only thing that is going to change the way in which we are witnesses to others and how we live our lives. If we look at our own areas that we need to improve, 
and not worry about others. Don't judge others' actions. Let's pray for them. So don't engage in those debates and arguments. If you have to, get out of Facebook or just check it once a day and don't and pray for those people instead of judging their views. Because I've been, we just went through this past weekend about the different soils, right? I've been every single soil, (laughs) you know, and I am just trying to be the most fertile soil, the one that brings as much fruit as possible, the one that shares the truth. I have been blessed with courage to share everything with the world, all of my harmful past and all of the things that I'm dealing with now because I'm allowing God to continuously improve me. And I will honestly be a work in progress until the day I die like every other human being on this planet. No one is perfect. No one. Not the Pope. Not the bishops. Nobody. Not you. (laughs) Right? This is just kind of a reminder that the more that we work on ourselves, the more we repent The more we apologize to God, the moment that we feel these things, the moment that we sense these judgments, angers, frustrations, and begin to gossip, he will help us realize and stop it. Give us that grace and that love and those eyes and that compassion for people. But we've got to call on him. We got to work on ourselves. So today, when you have those judgmental thoughts of others, when those frustrating feelings and and anxieties or fears come up, when you feel defensive, when you want to argue back, stop, give it to God, apologize, ask for his grace and love, and then pray for that person. Lord, please help that person. Be enlightened. Give them the eyes of faith. Bring them holiness and peace and calmness. That's the way that we should all be treating each other. So let's work on that, not just today. It's a lifelong practice. And the more we do it, the more we're going to realize, oh my gosh, I think and judge about about people all day long. And I got to stop it. Remember, it's the last snare of the devil, judgment of others and gossiping about others. Not good. And we can be an awesome witness to the world by not participating in it, stopping it. Can you imagine how great someone would be if you were sitting in a group of people and you're all talking about someone and that person or whoever, maybe it's you, it should be you. But if you're the one that's the gossiper and you like gossiping and all of a sudden someone says, you know what, I'm, I don't really want to talk about anybody because I don't want anybody talking about me behind my back. That's the way you stop it. And you know what? Everyone else will, huh, you're right. Who wants to be talked about behind their back? Who wants to be judged? Nobody. So why are we doing it? Let's continue to work on that 
all we can control is ourselves and our relationship with the Lord and repenting and trying again and asking for his guidance, his grace to transform us. All right, everyone, let's go love the world. Let's pray for everybody. There is so much division and hate and anger. So let's go be love. Love is what the world needs and we can be it. Alrighty, everyone. Have a blessed and loving day.